Welcome, spiritual baddie. You must be trying to navigate this messy journey of life while still having an abundant mindset. Sometimes shit hits the fan, but you know it's going to be okay in the end, even when it doesn't feel like it in the moment. This podcast is truly for those who simply get it. You know when you meet someone and they just get you without over-explaining? It's like a karmic bond, you know? We're here to talk it out so that you can feel more at ease with whatever you are going through in life. We're the bestie you can turn to during your 58th dark night of the soul and also the one you call up when you're celebrating the manifestation you've literally been calling in for the last 10 years. We're not here to put up a front because no one really has it all together all the time. So let's break down the walls. You can expect raw and open conversations on relationships, career, and life overall with a spiritual and astrological twist. Fuck the rules, fuck signing off emails professionally, and let's glow the fuck up. Here's part two of what happened after my 10-year manifestation came into fruition. So if you haven't yet, go listen to the previous episode because that was part one of how my manifestation happened. And in this episode, I really want to go over how this actually turned into a lesson of healthy communication for me and healing my trauma through a conversation with my partner. So my 10-year manifestation was that I manifested signing on with an influencer manager, which is something I had wanted for basically a decade. And through a series of events, I circled back to this manifestation once I truly surrendered, and that's when it happened. So what happened after was that I was really excited about this manifestation. I was like telling a bunch of my close friends about it. They were also very excited for me and I was telling my partner about it and I was very excited. At the time that I told him, like the contract wasn't finalized yet, but I was still very excited. You know, I feel like for me, my mindset on these types of things is because I'm a water sign. I love to feel all my emotions and I'm constantly learning how not to be overly attached, like to be excited for your manifestations, but detach from them because when you're overly controlling, that's when you're like being forceful and pushy, not in alignment. And that's usually when things aren't going to happen because you're forcing it. But in this specific situation, like I felt like everything was flowing so effortlessly. So it really felt like the universe was handing my manifestation to me because of all like the hard work that I was doing all the conscious effort I had put into healing and my partner he he's the type of person that he doesn't like to get too excited about something until it's ultimately finalized because he doesn't want to be disappointed so and he's a bit of like he's very stoic he has a lot of earth signs like Capricorn Virgo energy in his chart so I totally get it And I was a little bit bothered and upset because to me, he wasn't expressing his excitement as intensely as I was. And in my mind, through my trauma lens, I thought he wasn't being supportive or he wasn't believing in me, which totally wasn't the case at all. Like my partner is so, so supportive and uh, this just led to this little bit of a hiccup in our communication and this like this moment of us needing to learn more about each other, what the other person needs, and how to support each other. 
And I was feeling a bit upset because to me, it felt almost like someone had rained on my parade, you know, because I was so excited about this. And he was just kind of like, you know, the contract's not signed yet. And, you know, I, I needed a moment to kind of process my, my emotions. But at the end, also, he felt really bad that I felt this way because of what he said to me. And he was really upset by that. And that's also, I feel like, his Virgo Venus being, like, really hard on himself. And I totally get it because I have a Virgo moon. So, you know, I, I, the reason I'm sharing this is, like, I wanted to share, like, a really real and raw conversation that I had in my partnership. And what I'm learning about myself is that sometimes the healthy relationship after a toxic one or after, like, years of toxicity, gaslighting, and codependency... It really takes some time to practice healthy communication and to remove the trauma lens. Like, I need to see my partner as someone who is a new person. He supports me. That is the reality. And he is not the people who hurt me in the past. Like, he is not my ex. He is not my family members who are trying to gaslight me. And... I needed to learn how to be more firm in myself, you know, like my partner is here to support me and I'm learning that two people who have very different beliefs and very different mindsets can still be in a relationship together, in a healthy, loving relationship together where they want to support each other, even though they might not always agree on everything and they might have opposing views on things. And that's something that feels very uncomfortable to me being someone who grew up in a very codependent family, a very enmeshed family. Like in my family, everyone needed to have the same beliefs in terms of they needed to believe in the same religion. Everyone had to think the same way or else you would be shamed and seen as a black sheep. And honestly, this is just, you know, generational trauma, generational pattern and cycle because obviously my parents were just doing their best. Um, and that's something that they probably grew up with and they were taught and that's why that was passed on to me. But now I feel like my soul really chose to be the generational cycle breaker and I'm breaking this pattern where I'm realizing that in a relationship it's okay to have opposing views and mindsets but it's like this constant journey of communicating with each other so that you can learn more about each other and how the other person desires to be supported. Because in the past, I feel like this is also a tendency for my Pisces Venus, immutable Venuses in general, is that I thought that I literally had to merge my entire being with this other person if I was in a relationship with them. And I wasn't allowed to like, think differently, have opposing views, like I had to agree with them all the time and having differences was like unacceptable. It's crazy now when I say that out loud, right? Like that doesn't make any sense at all and it really shows me what my conditioning is because that's how my family was. And I'm seeing now I've been, I feel like multiple relationships in my life, especially like my partnership with my boyfriend and the other relationships is showing me that other people can have different views, but they can still want to support me. And it's about communicating. It's about learning to kind of speak up and say what I need and what kind of what I need support with. 
And I also need to be okay with walking my own unique path, even when others don't understand fully. You know, it's really like this lesson of being in the healthy relationships after the toxic ones, because the toxic ones are probably the people who are like not supportive of you. They're shutting you down, whatever your dreams are, you know, they're acting out of their own trauma responses. But now that I'm in a healthy relationship, like my partner has never shut down my goals. He has never shut down my dreams, but it's just that there are differences in our points of view. And sometimes he responds in a certain way that is just how he knows. Like he's trying to support me to the best of his ability. And sometimes it, it's not what I desire. It's not the way that I want to be supported. And that's where the conversation comes in. The healthy communication like we need to speak up like I'm learning to speak up in that way he's learning to be more open with me and it's okay to have these like disagreements and conflicts in a relationship in fact it actually I find that it pushes you to be to build that bond with each other and build that intimacy because you're learning how to overcome these conflicts and disagreements in a healthy manner and I think for someone like me who's like all I've known like up until the last three years of my life was like unhealthy relationships unhealthy communication styles gaslighting emotional abuse codependency so being in the healthy relationship that I am now sometimes I'll have the tendency I'll be like you know am I really meant to be in this relationship and I'll catch myself wanting to run away, like have that escapist tendency of my Pisces side. But every time I've asked the universe whether or not I'm meant to stay in this relationship, whether or not it's healthy for me, I feel like up until this point, the universe has always shown me a sign that this is a healthy place for me. And my partner is willing to listen to my point of view. He's willing to learn how to understand me better. And... We are both willing to do that for each other. Like I'm also willing to adjust my actions to support him better, to love him better in the way that he wants to. So this is definitely a very vulnerable share for me and I, I just hope that this can help you in some way. I feel like you guys as the podcast listeners, we are the most real and raw with each other here. So I wanted to share that that experience that just happened to me because I find that the challenges in the healthy relationship after the toxic one are such different challenges and it's just this process of like reprogramming your mind deconditioning all these beliefs removing the trauma lens and seeing the other person as who they are in reality in in the situation that's in front of you like I'm, I'm learning to see my partner is not my ex my partner is not my family, he's not my mom or my dad, you know, he's his own person and he really wants to support me because I call myself sometimes like, sometimes I'll take things he says the wrong way because I'm still looking at it through the lens of my trauma. For example, the other week my partner was helping me with something regarding like content creation as you know, this is my career and I love creating content. I was asking for his input on something and he basically told me like, you know, that's for you to figure out. And I found out later the reason that he said that was because he wanted me to have autonomy over what I was creating. And he basically wanted me to be the hero of this story, 
which is honestly so supportive, you know? I wouldn't have known that was his intention if I hadn't asked because when he said that, oh, that's for you to figure out, it triggered me because one of my trauma responses is feeling alone or that's one of my traumas, feeling alone because I grew up as an only child and I had always felt that I needed to fend for myself, I needed to protect myself because when I was young, whenever I was arguing with my parents, it felt like no one was on my side. I didn't have a sibling to help me out. You know, I was always on my own. And I feel like that's that's where that trauma comes from. And being in my toxic 13-year relationship with my ex, there were often times that my ex made me feel alone because he wasn't very helpful. He would just like tell me to figure out things on my own. He would literally tell me to like stop blaming things on my trauma and that I'm an adult now and I need to like act differently when in fact I was I wasn't never blaming things on my trauma the reason I would bring up certain experiences from my past was to hopefully let him understand me more to let him understand why I am the way that I am and I think that's also another lesson that I'm learning now because I found myself feeling afraid to kind of talk to my partner about these things to bring up these experiences from my past and explain that that's like why I am the way that I am and I'm willing to change, I'm willing to heal, I'm willing to adjust, but hopefully like you can be patient with me as I'm going through these things. And my partner now is very patient with me. He's very supportive. He's understanding of these things and I realized I needed to heal this fear of mine because I'm so used to being gaslit, you know, by my ex or by my family. And I felt in this situation where my partner was saying, that's for you to figure out, that's on you. It made me feel like he was just kind of throwing me into the ringer without setting me up for success, without supporting me. And I realized by me seeing him that way, I was still seeing him as the people in my past who hurt me instead of seeing him as the person he is now because he he reminded me and communicated with me that like, he wants me to succeed. Like he is here to support me. He isn't here to shut me down or like, yeah, like he wants me to succeed. And that was really a big light bulb moment for me because I'm realizing, you know, sometimes obviously, you know, in a relationship, feelings can be hurt at times and it doesn't mean that the other person is attacking you. They're doing their best to their ability. I am also doing my best and it's this process of communicating in this relationship, learning more about the other person and how they are and what they need. So those are just some things that I'm processing right now because after my 10-year manifestation came up and then this situation happened, I felt really, I felt like down a bit because I was like, oh, I was so excited you know, but my partner didn't express like his excitement the same way that I do or the way that I wanted him to. And I found out later, like, it's like, honestly, because he is in such a different world than me, he doesn't understand yet, like the content creation world, he didn't understand how big of a deal it was to me to sign on an influencer manager. And after he realized that from our conversation, you know, he apologized and he was feeling like really bad about it which you know also made me feel bad because you know I obviously don't want to see him so hard on himself and it's just like this whole process of being in a relationship but I'm realizing that like 
I just also needed to honor the season that I'm in to let myself feel these feelings because like I felt bad after this conversation. I was like, oh, I don't feel so excited about signing this influencer manager anymore, even though it was literally like my 10 year manifestation. And I caught myself trying to like get back to that excitement. I was like, that's just what I need to do. Like I need to get back to that excitement, but it's not so much about getting back to that emotion and like bypassing all these feelings that I'm feeling right now. It's about honoring this time, letting myself feel all the feelings, not suppress everything because I feel like that's also been my conditioning to suppress emotions that I feel like are quote unquote bad when in fact, no feelings are good or bad. They simply just are. So, and I feel like all this happened so that I can share it with you. And hopefully this can help someone out there if you are going through the same thing. Uh, it's funny because I feel like I talk about these situations with my friends a lot and we often have parallel situations going on. So I definitely know that, you know, we are all meant to be in each other's lives for a reason. But yeah, so that happened. I'm processing it. I do feel like things are getting a lot better now, especially because Saturn and Pluto are both transiting in March. Saturn is going to be a big transit. Like it's been really tough for all the fixed signs as of late. Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, Taurus, because Saturn has been transiting one of our angular houses. Like if you are a fixed rising. It's been transiting either your first house, your fourth house, your seventh house, or your tenth house, which are like the most important parts of the natal chart. And that could be why if you've been going through a lot of just crazy karmic lessons, difficult moments in your life, it be, could be because of that Saturn transit. It's moving into Pisces in March. Pluto is also transiting from Capricorn into Aquarius. I actually wasn't really aware of the Pluto transit until the other day I was talking to my hairdresser about it. Like she was mentioning it to me and I was like, oh, wow, like Pluto, like the transits of Pluto are a big deal because Pluto only changes signs about every 12 to 31 years. So it's really a generational planet and Pluto is a planet of destruction, death and rebirth, you know, upheaval, deep healing, transformation. Like there are definitely positives to the the great kind of like deaths and rebirths, upheavals and things like that. It's like a constant tower moment. But Capricorn is the the sign of career, status, achievement. So you can put two and two together like Pluto and Capricorn. That's probably why a lot of us have been experiencing these drastic moments in our career. And I always find that the final few degrees of every transit are very intense. So now that we're getting close to the final few degrees of Saturn and Pluto in the current signs, that, that's probably why we're feeling so intense right now. And so many things are kind of just going wild, but it's really like the universe pushing us to heal what we need to heal so that we can get to the next level. And I always feel that like, you know, we have a choice in our mindset to see things how we want to see them. And yes, you can be like, oh my God, everything's so negative. It's all shit, right? But I truly feel like whenever these wild, like quote unquote negative incidents happen, it's pushing us to heal what we need to heal. So I do feel like things are going to get a lot lighter in March as these planets transit and March is also airy season, which is the start of the next astrological year. And I always find that 
in the springtime and airy season, all the ideas bud and new projects are formed. I just find that that's really the cycle that I've noticed. And that's really why I love astrology because astrology is here to tell us the patterns and the cycles in our lives. So I encourage you to kind of look at your own life and kind of look at the patterns, like which months do you usually experience, you know, new beginnings or like good things happening, whatever it may be. For me, I definitely know that in Aries season, it's usually some type of new beginning for me. So hang in there for these last few degrees of Pluto and Saturn, and it's definitely going to get better. Continue to face your darkness, shift, pivot whenever you need to, listen to your intuition, and just remember that the universe is always for you, not against you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Glow Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely take a screenshot, share it on your stories, and tag me at astrobabe1234 so I can make sure to reshare it. And if you want to continue spreading the abundance, definitely go leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Thank you so much, and I'm sending you lots of abundance and love.